Regain consciousness in a cramped, dank room. The air is thick with the sweat of smelly boys. The walls adorned with Marvel and Star Wars posters. On your lap, you find notes on a garbage movie tangentially related to Adam Sandler. In front of you, a microphone. Your passive perception and deductive reasoning skills tell you one thing. It's time to host the Adam Sandbox. Hello! Hi everyone, and welcome to the Adam Sandbox podcast. None of my passive reasoning skills prepared. It was about for halfway that through that, that my that description. I was like, "Oh, that's this room." My <laughs> my uh, my wisdom is high enough to tell me that I shouldn't be doing this podcast. There's nothing passive about any of my responses to this movie. It was all very oh, active. D and D and very yeah. God damn it, Morgan! I, I'm catching up today. Jesus. Hey guys, sometimes we play D and D. Not yeah, in a while. That's a we lie. need to get back into we it. Done that I am actually a little bit of a snoop for you fellas too. Did you say snoop? Uh, snoop. Like Snoop Dogg? Snoop. I think it's like Scoop. What, like Snoop Dogg? Bit Doggy of a Dogg? scoop, whatever. Hey, what movie did we watch this week, Chris? This week we're watching the 2008 technically movie, Strange Wilderness. Is it even technically a movie? Hey, do we want to do the introduction thing? Uh, I'm Bigfoot. I'm Chris. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Bigfoot. Right, let's, who has the biggest feet? That's that's who the t- credit of... Uh, oh, I think Chris and I are the same. I think because we swap clothes all the time. I think we've got the same size feet. All right, then Chris got it first. So all right, Chris um, Bigfoot. I'm for sure not Bigfoot. I, fuck, I don't know. I'm a weed-smoking fucking moron. <laughs> I'm everyone in this movie. <laughs> Uh, I'm Jonah Hill. I'm Damn actively it. trying to suppress the, rele- the, uh, the fact that this movie ever existed. <laughs> Plausible. plausible, very plausible. Um, I am. Oh, I'm, I'm actually Luke, though. I probably should have said. that. I'm also Oliver. I am Patrick Terminator. I forgot his last name, and uh, I have a horribly scarred. Right here, his name's Robert Patrick. Yeah, Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick. Like a nice little drawing. Robert there. Patrick. Yes, T two. He was. He was. Scar- he was Scar- briefly Scar- in this movie. It's very briefly. Oh yeah, he wasn't in there very long. Um. So, yeah. who wants to talk a little bit about... Uh, I really don't, actually. Uh, basically, it's a, it's a bunch of guys that host, like, a nature show, um, because Steve Zahn's dad used to host a nature show. Despite the fact that he chose... They're fucking atrocious at it. Oh, so bad. Um, and they find out... And I'll be honest, I wasn't even, like... Okay, often, sometimes... Well, sometimes with these movies, I'll get sidetracked and not pay that much attention... I was paying attention to this movie. Yeah. I was still not really clear on what was well, happening we, a lot Before of the time. You, someone mentioned that this is technically a movie, do we want to go over... I'm going to... Like, what are the things that we... Oh, cons- I, I just say... So, they they find, like... There's, like, someone they know has a map to Bigfoot, so they're going to go find Bigfoot to someone save their show. Someone dad, I think. That's pretty much it. And that's, for whatever reason, hijinks... Like, you know, you could see how that would... Ins- how hijinks would ensue on the basis of that story. Uh, the hijinks that do, in fact, ensue... Don't aren't really predicated on the hunt for Bigfoot for the most part. No, but, you know it's a thing that's in the movie. Well, this links directly what I was getting at before is that like if we would list the things that technically make up a movie, we would say it should a be narrative. About, about yeah narrative. It should be about an hour and a half. It should be like written down. It should have the idea. It should have the air to it that anyone wrote down any of the words before the cameras I, were turned on. I, and I don't to, think that that's I just want to true. say should be an hour and a half is a very specific way to describe an Adam Sandler movie. Ma- yeah. Maybe not. I, in general, I would say if you said. Well, yeah, our common traits of a movie should be an hour and a half. In general, probably not yeah, really no. the case, but in the case it, of well, our no, podcast, normally yes. if you've had a concerted effort at making a movie and it should have the like all of the things a movie should have in the structure, it's usually about ninety minutes. It's if come it's in not minimum, if, 90 if it's not ninety yeah, minutes, I mean, you've got it probably doesn't have like three acts. You've got three acts do- of around thirty minutes, and it's you know it probably doesn't work well. There's a climax uh, somewhere around the hour fifteen mark. Yes. But yeah, this movie has the feel of like there's a couple of phrases I've ever, I've heard to, uh, described as like that idea of like there's a how did this get made episode where they've talked about people like Zen filmmaking the idea of like people who just turn on cameras and stuff and like in just the improvisational yes. style. Some people are very good at that. Yeah, no, no one in this movie is. No, for instance, this movie is written by Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow's made some yeah. really good movies that he largely. Improvised. I would argue that the suppression of this movie is probably largely more on him than maybe a combination. Of I him think it's. And, I think it's that him whole and Jonah team. Hill. But yes. I suspect he is also. He no, would also be actively. I, yeah, suppressing I was this. not so, lying when I say that. I'm 
certain. Jonah Hill happening. was in this movie. I was surprised when Luke blurted out a fact that I did not know. Oh yes, so Jonah Hill's in this movie. This movie, as Chris mentioned, uh, was made in two thousand and eight, and I went, huh? Looked it up. Superbad was made in two thousand and seven. This movie was made after Superbad. Like Jonah Hill. How? Jonah Hill was. Uh, arguably too big of a deal to make this fucking movie. Now, admittedly, he wasn't at that time, as he is now, an Oscar-nominated actor. Like, he is now a critically, like... Like well, that was actor. that at, was yeah. his at, big movie. Like that's that Superbad was... was his breakout role for sure. Yes. Um, uh, and then and he did this guy. However, I was thinking about that. It is possible that this movie was in like they shot this movie and it didn't get released until two thousand and eight. Like that's entirely possible. If you look yeah. at this, if if someone if you watch this movie and someone told me it was made in two thousand and one, I'd be like, okay, yeah, in fact, that makes sense. Looking yeah, at looking not... at certain cast members' hair, which I'll get to in a moment. I would say if you said this movie was made in 1973, I'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah, no, it has a real because of the va- the van that they have and like the style. A bunch all, of the all, other cars well, in the movie, all were of like, the equipment that I have, I think because old. his dad had the show in like the 70s, it has a real 70s but I do, vibe to it. This looks a lot of the vibe to it is pretty similar to Joe Dirt, and that was made a good what at least five years earlier. I've forgotten, yeah. like 2001, maybe. Also, like all their filmmaking equipment was clearly made in like the 50s. Yeah, which I think I, was supposed to suggest because, because they're like they've got no fucking money anymore. But well, okay, they don't have any money. None of them are any good at making a TV show, which is why I have a real problem with the ending of this movie. Um, but yeah, like did it end? Or did it just stop? Technically, did it just stop happening? Well. <laughs> Just I mean, spoiler there? alert, the final shot of this movie is a blooper. Yes. It, it has it's, no bonus which shot. Is like, which is like... He breaks I, character and that's yeah, it. Yeah, you watch that and go, oh, is this like, is this an intentional choice? No, I think it was just the best shot they got for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> but it just has the whole air of like a bunch of guys that didn't want to go and get other well, jobs and probably couldn't have just been failing and trying so to make a show for decades after his dad died. And so they made this movie. <laughs> oh. let's, let's briefly touch on the cast of this movie. So It's got a good cast. The main guy, uh, Steve Zahn, who also is quite a good actor, uh, fucking garbage in this. Um, just really bad. Yeah. Oh, Steve Zahn's a very likable character. Yes. He is so unlikable in yes. this movie. I was mm. excited that Steve Zahn was in this movie, and that dried up really. So quickly. he is the he is the son of the the famous wildlife dude. Now I have a feeling, and I didn't look this up. Chris may have something on trivia on it later, but I have a feeling that it was stock footage of a genuine wildlife show because it, it looked be. vaguely familiar. I liked all the footage. They oh, had. there was. But the thing is, okay, so we're we're expected to believe that they're going out and filming footage of wildlife, and you know, and then they record voiceover. Yeah. So much of it is obviously dated stock footage. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, are we meant to know that? Is this meant to be like, we're, we're meant to still think that they're filming that? I mean, even Cause just... Because any fucking idiot can go out and buy stock video and record voiceover, especially because all of their animal voiceover is garbage. It's meant to yeah. be funny. Yeah. It's not. It's like, not even a 12-year-old would find that funny. I barely laughed at this movie. It is so I laughed full, once. It is so full of jokes that don't land. I think I know where you laughed, because I probably laughed then, too. Um, I'm just... Oh, yes. Uh, I, I'll, I'll get to it okay, later. Well, I did make a note of it. But all of the pieces of this movie sound really appealing, to be honest, if I, if you, like, if you catalog them. Like, I like the vibe that it... Like, that whole vibe that it has in the stock footage that it uses, the cast, the idea of it, in theory, of the idea of them, if it, if it actually had the structure and didn't... Comp- Completely, constantly get sidetracked. It was also really weird because the entire movie, I was, I was like, at the start, he's like, oh yeah, okay, so this movie is. He was just doing exposition on a phone. Yeah, and it's like, oh okay. yeah, it's a weird framing device. And Who was he, he talking to? And then he goes, yeah, it's never I revealed. Forgot that that was, part and it's of like, it. oh okay, flashback. And then I forgot it was a flashback yeah. for the rest of the movie. Because oh, it's yeah. like, completely unnecessary. And it's like, oh, one year in the future? Okay. Um, you could it, have just had it happen. It's, and it's I think there's, no, there's no reason that that has to be Honestly, a, a lot of yeah. this movie, I think, is filling time. Like, things that don't make oh, sense. Oh, absolutely. Because you've got to hit that 90-minute mark. You've got to hit that 90-minute mark. and it's Otherwise, like otherwise, Adam pulls production. He doesn't pay for this it. Minute, this movie otherwise only just... Otherwise, people will go, this isn't technically a movie. <laughs> We're not releasing this. Yeah, like, this This movie only just hits the 90-minute mark, like most of the movies on this podcast. Yes. Um, and there's so much things that you could take out that is completely superfluous. This is also, this is another thing, and and it's it has been quite common. Because quick question, uh, the bottom of, bottom of the barrel currently for us is Juice Bigelow two. I think this is still better than Juice Bigelow two. No, nah. this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. No, nope. nah. this, this is worse See, than Juice Bigelow. <laughs> man, maybe I just fucking hated Juice. This movie I didn't give a shit about. Juice Bigelow at least knows what it was. Yeah. Juice and Bigelow it, and was just offensive fail. as hell though. Oh, Juice Bigelow. 
Juice Bigelow is crazy. At least this movie but isn't, it is the isn't mo- super offensive. No, I, I, trust, I don't know. I he trust does that- say them gooks at one point. <laughs> yeah, that's no, fair. No, but the, the thing with Juice Bigelow is that I trust that that is at least the movie that uh, Rob Schneider wanted to make. Yeah. This movie is not... No, no one wanted to make no this. No one wanted to make this. No one did anything close to a good job while making this movie. It's just an uh, it's an artistic okay, failure so, on yeah. every level. So this cons- movie wasn't agreed. made so much as this movie just sort of happened. Yeah. So it, the, it just happened. Like, like, it's just, yeah, just on a fundamental well, level, this movie is... Fucking All right. Broken. So the consensus is this is now the new bottom of the barrel. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. We've got a new. Got got a this new is low. where I was going with that low. though is because in, and also you know Juice Bigelow too is one thing that I'm learning from this podcast that was honestly okay going into this podcast I thought we're going to watch Adam Sandler movies is going to be some good ones it's going to be some pretty bad ones but the thing that I honestly I just hadn't occurred to me but has now really stuck out to me is. Adam Sandler movies, and I'm using air quotes because, you know, the way we define Adam Sandler movies for this podcast is a little tenuous, but Adam Sandler movies are actually, even when they're not that good, fucking way better when Adam Sandler's actually in them. Yeah. Which, to me, says one of two things. I believe... Okay, there's one of two things. I'll say both and then say which I think is more plausible. The first is that Adam Sandler is a good actor, which we do know, so when he's in a movie, that makes it better. The second, which I think is the more plausible one, is that Adam Sandler will only put himself in movies that he's like, yeah, I'll do that. These ones he's like, I mean, I'll produce it, I guess, but I'm not, I'm not going in that movie. That yeah. movie sounds shit. So I think <laughs> it's just, this, I think he's would- just, he's not, a, like, he, he is, and we've proved by the fact that he still makes a shitload of money out of these movies, he's pretty savvy. Like, he's not, he's, he'll look at those movies and go, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing. Yeah, no, that. Like, I'm, I'm like, not doing. I'm not doing that. When you can have some of my money to produce it, but I'm not doing that. Like it or not, like it or not, I will absolutely concede that he has something, and he at least like yeah, it's the same as the Rob Schneider thing. I trust that his movies are at least the movies he wanted to make, and they do have an appeal. This movie doesn't appeal to anyone. No, and nobody cared about it. Nobody it's, had. Yeah, it was rough. I couldn't really, get. This, I, the, I'm fascinated by this movie. Like this is. I've really taken something away from this. Yeah. Like this is. This is a real movie. Like this is. <laughs> In, in terms of my experience throughout my life of watching movies, this is like, this is feels like an important. Like, part. Is this the worst movie you've ever seen? It might be. It might be. Have you seen no, the room? I haven't seen Dude, the, the room. room. No, the room is the room's really enjoyable though because yeah, like that's, true. that's different. The well, room, that's the, the room was made by a maniac yeah. in a way where it's like it's enjoyable because it's yeah. so laughably well, like this guy has no idea what he's doing. These are people who know what they're yeah. doing and yeah. they still made. Well, this. that's well, the this thing is, with this podcast. It's like. Even if it's a movie I haven't seen, I somewhat enjoy it because I've never seen it before. I'm, I'm, I, what, what happens next? This movie, I just didn't care. I didn't give a shit. I was like, oh my God, I just don't care what happens no, next. I, 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 I have a note. I have a note that was probably about 40 minutes of the movie. Just, I don't care about this movie. See, I did actually care. Like, at first, I didn't care. I was starting to get bored. And then as crazier and crazier things started happening, I was just like, yeah, oh, t- I just t- want to know what else is going to happen. To be fair. After-, after, I started, after I screamed at the television twice <laughs> and then had to leave the room to talk about it with Morgan because I could not contain my emotions, I was like, I am prepared for whatever this movie has to throw at <laughs> yeah. me. And it didn't disappoint. To be fair, uh, the two notes after I wrote, I don't care about this movie, I wrote in all caps, did a shark just eat Peter Dante? <laughs> No, it didn't. Spoiler alert, it ate his leg. Because I wrote yeah. down a note like. But he was not in the movie for a significant amount of time, I, and I, you were led to believe. Because another character also just dies, and nobody cares. Yes, uh, there's also, uh, we'll mention it now, uh, Blake Clark. Uh, is in this movie, uh, who's Farmer Fran, etc. From, from other movies. Uh, he's a character named Dick. They proceed to make fun of the fact that his name is Dick for oh, about two minutes, even though that people are named Dick. Admittedly, no, not Dick as a as a mononym. About, but if we want to talk about worst of, like I think this podcast is a pretty clear e- example of the fact that we are not shy of silly lowest common denominator bottom of the barrel humor. But that is maybe the worst example of like dick humor I've ever seen. But it's still seen. let's still like lowest bottom bottom of the barrel common denominator humor still has to be humorous. Yeah. That's the thing. Which this isn't. No, Do you it, know- it's not that it isn't. It's just that it, the whole idea is just that He's just like like people are called. Dick. Yeah, it's like it's just that they said the word dick, and then they proceed for a really long time to make jokes that are just. Do you know what? About, like they're not. It's so bad. Do you want to know what annoyed me the most about it though? So piranhas eat his character. Yeah. Uh, they didn't eat the piranhas, realised that they were eating him because and he was in the piranhas, and they freak out. And at that point, that's a fucking golden opportunity to make a joke about them eating dick. Oh, no, I wrote a note. At that-, that time, when one of those jokes is conceivably, like, well-timed, they don't fucking do it. No, Luke, yeah, they do. I think it's worse than that. No, I- they they freak out because they ate him because no. they're like, he's their friend. Luke. No one makes a joke no, no, about he's eating like, dick. He goes, he goes, like, um, so we ate, they ate, the piranhas ate dick. Yes. And we ate... We ate dick. Yes, I, that's, yes. 
No, that's not the joke though. That's them realizing they ate their friend and freaking out. No, look, no, that's I, a joke. Luke, that's I'm going to blow your mind. The people who made this movie are fucking garbage. I am sure that in that moment, that what that what that line means yeah. is they are worried that they ate a penis, not that Wait, they ate so a they're person. Wait, so they're freaking out. Yes, I'm pretty sure. That's I just assumed it was because it was a person. Nope, because they, they, they I didn't ate get that at okay, all. Yeah, so apparently, apparently there was a joke, albeit a very poorly executed. No, that's what I hated so much about. I was like, that it was meant to come up as like the audience like, haha, he said they ate dick. It's like that's the yeah, joke. It's and like, that no, but the, you think about these characters and how fucking truly reprehensible they are. They're not concerned about the fact that they just became cannibals. They're concerned that they ate a penis or put a penis in their mouth. That is for sure what that's about. And I fucking hate. <laughs> okay, this movie. so other people that are in this movie, as we mentioned, oh. Jonah Hill is in this movie. Uh, he's doing a weird accent, and I Southern fucking accent. hated him. I love Jonah Hill in yeah, everything. I did. I hated I like him in this. The song that he did, the song that he did, where he's just complaining about his family yeah, while he turned his music down. And stuff. That was good. Oh, it's yeah. not even that I hated Jonah Hill's character. I hated Jonah Hill in his this movie. His riffing was really bad. It's like it's like no, it every provides... single one of his lines starts with him laughing. Yeah. yeah. It's like what's going on? And he just zaps he's, I think he might have just been like... really stoned the whole time. It actually time. feels like he improvised all his lines like he does in Judd Apatow movies a lot, but then they used all the worst takes is what this movie feels like. I mean the worst takes of this movie are probably the best. Or they takes. didn't let him do enough takes. He's awful. <laughs> Other and people... his accent is crazy. So like after every take they're like that was great. He's like Really? I, I feel like I can do better. It's like, no, nah, that was great, man. Keep it up. Like, Other people mm. that are in this movie, uh, Ernest Borgnine is fucking in this movie. Oh, he's doing great. Uh, who's, only who's Ernest he's Borgnine? Oh, yeah, he's the, the, bad. the he's cameraman, the old, the old you cameraman. You might know him yeah. from such things as talking about masturbation on to- television talk shows. Or and also, basketball. And also actually just being Yeah, like also just actor. being like a golden age of cinema sort of type um, uh, actor. And then he's like... Nephew, grandson is Justin Long, who's also f- like a fucking. You can't understand half the things he says in this movie. He's just like he's supposed to be so stoned the whole time. Also, uh, at one point, there's like a joke where it's like, oh, he got eyes tattooed on his eyelids. Then yeah, that, and then you know, went how, away. hey guys, you know how when you get tattoos, they just go away after a bit, yeah. and no one notices. They're just <laughs> not there in the next scene. Yeah, and yeah. They look, that's how and tattoos they look work. like pen when they're when they're there. <laughs> Like, why didn't you just say someone wrote it in while he was... Fuck, I... Fucking hell. This movie was like, if we can consistently come up with better, more, like, better jokes and better ways to do this, this is a really fucking bad movie. It's yeah. so... It's it really is staggeringly bad. It's... Uh, okay, who else in this movie? Uh, oh, okay, here we go. So, there is someone else in this movie. We mentioned, touched on the, some 70s hair. Alan Covert is in this movie. He's the sound yeah. guy named Fred. Um, he's yeah. one of the main characters. He was pretty covert because, like, the first shot with him in it, I didn't even realize. I and immediately like, as as, knew it was him. As soon as he started talking, I'm like, oh, I disagree. He was not covert at all. I didn't care about him in this movie. He's that being just... said, I, I, he was one of the one of the one of my least hated characters in this movie. Yeah, yeah, but he was like, he was he was bland, which is a real achievement in this movie being bland because almost was, nothing about probably, it's bland. Like, that's probably a good thing because, like, in every other thing that he's been in where he's been off the walls and just crazy, it's, I've just hated it. Every mm. time I've been like, rein it in, man. Yeah. He just is actually- cool it. And in this one, it's been like, all right, that's- Conceivably a real character. I think he I just see that person. He, he's a real he's one. like he just another didn't character. Which about this movie. I have to talk about in the podcast that we're doing after this, um, uh, where he's just better as a straight man. I think in things, and when he goes crazier, I fucking hate him. Um, I'm so, talking about Nick Swords, and if you guys are sure, yeah, yeah. So other people uh, who are in this movie. Um, oh, um, Kevin Heffernan, aka Father from Super Troopers. He plays uh, oh, the that's animal that handler. Is. Yeah. yeah, I was looking at him for like, for like yeah. all of the movie. And I'm like, who is it? I he's know him. Super yeah, Troopers is in Beer Fest. Yeah, one of the guys from Broken Lizard um, is oh, the okay. production company that made those movies. Um, and yeah, he's... I shit. forgot he was in this movie for a second because like, he's barely in it. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to watch like a really fun, dumb movie, Super Troopers is good. So is yeah. Beer Fest, actually. Yeah, why is Beer he Fest slumming is it in this movie? Uh, I don't know, dude. Also, the point where like he comes to apply for the job, they just like start... They're really mean like, to him. ...ripping on him for ages. And it's like... Because he doesn't have a job. People. It's like... What? Wait. Like, it's basically they're just like ripping on him because he doesn't have a job. It's like, I mean, yeah, like that's why he's applying for you. Advertised a job. Yeah. Do you expect? Well, why? For a I have job. a question about this. Like, oh, you're so sad all the time. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was at that point in this movie where I'm like, oh, these characters are unlikable, but and I don't care what I, happens to them. I don't understand how those job interviews worked because it seemed like they're all. I don't want this. Job. So just, why did you show yeah, up? Then? People just rocked up and went, hey, and yeah. they're like, hey, do you want a job? Come to a job interview, and they're like. No, I don't and want And they a job. get there and they're like, I don't want this fucking job, fuck you. And it's just not explained why they're being yeah. like that. I the guess, whole scene, I was just like, okay, but why? I guess they, they just, why did you show up to this? I guess they just put out a job thing. I can tell. It was like, hey, do you want a job? Come talk to us. And then they explained it to him. They're like, oh, I don't want to do that. 
I can it, tell it you why it's completely. like that. It's because nobody told them what to say, and when they turned the camera on, they just said whatever the fuck. They no, wanted. it's because none of these <laughs> me- all these men are unemployed and have never had a job interview, and they had to go make a movie, and that's so they couldn't write this scene because they don't know how job interviews work. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they were just given like they gave these extras like the prompt, "Hey, you, you really don't want a job from these guys because these guys are big pieces of shit, and we'll do pickups later, and we'll insert like them being the pieces of shit," and they just forgot to do it, um, and they yeah. just forgot. Rounding out the uh, the strange wilderness core group, we have uh, Ashley Scott, who is an attractive lady who I never really understood why she was there or what her she job was. She was like the travel planner. I don't know. She just rocked yeah, up out was, of nowhere. She was like the... Um, I, I don't understand, A, why she was there in the planner. first place, and B, why she stuck with them or found well, them remotely well, endearing. Well, but this is the thing. The first, she ran away from them the first like, main sort of no, line... No, she didn't, though. <laughs> But the first, she was trying to help them from being robbed by Robert Patrick. The first like line that she has where she overhears them being like sexist to her, it starts off like, oh, she's going to be like, she doesn't take shit she take no and shit she's going to no be a good balance to them being gross, weird people. And it's like, no, but when she, she just says words, she just says a bunch of things that are vaguely antagonistic. And I'm like, I don't know who you are or what your yeah, deal is. I it didn't... just like, it was, it was a really weird like exchange. It was, exchange I and I was just like, my didn't explain anything. So, what's your motivation here? Yeah, Why? I don't know what. Yeah, uh, guys, Harry Hamlin is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, LA of LA law fame. Yeah. Uh, he's quite a well-known actor. Uh, he gets uh, ripped in half oh, by some. He gets bisected. He gets bisected by the... some some natives. I think. Yeah. I think Pick they said me. who uh, you would think maybe would have some kind of. Uh, wait to no, just don't come into it again. Yeah, no, no. But it's just for that scene. He is one of what I deemed the wildlife jocks. Because oh, yeah. there's like yep. these guys are the cool wildlife channel. Well, which is they're, like... they're the pollen jocks of the wildlife show world. <laughs> as soon as you see it's them, like, you're also... like, I don't know who those actors are off the top of my head, but they all look like mean people. They're the bad guys. Later on, later on. Oh, by the way, are I... they? They're not in the movie. They're just, they're just... Jeff, Jeff. In a regular I... movie, yes. So wait, where do they, they go and they get attacked by pygmy people in the jungle where there's lions but this in thing, South America? He says that there's pig... a lot of weird confusion well, about what is Well, he says pygmy people. Yeah. After it's already made clear earlier in the movie that they're not pygmy people, and I, that is, I think, an insensitive thing to Call yeah. them. <laughs> um, Jeff Garland is also in this movie as a TV executive. Also, but Jeff Garland is the viewer in the, okay. the Like, apart from what happens at the end, he is just like because all of his reactions are perfect. Like, it's just like, why the fuck are you still on TV? Yeah. No, why haven't I cancelled you? But at the very what end, what is going on? At the very end, he's like, yeah, you can have your show back because the other guy died. So- no, get a better show. But no, but my question as well, if, if that's the position you're going to take, why did you wait till they rocked up in your office a year, a year later, later before telling them that? Yeah, like what? <laughs> It was fucked. This, yeah, no just, <sighs> this movie didn't know how to end itself. But the so thing, it no, the thing quick. that I hated so much about the ending that they get the show back and it becomes successful is that the entire movie is just a catalogue of why they're bad at this and they shouldn't be successful and why they, they shouldn't do this. Job back. And then nothing changes but also, except they benefit from the massacre of a bunch of people. Also, uh, And also they vomit in a shark and apparently people Oh, yeah, that. I want to talk about that too. Why did they vomit in that shark's mouth? Like, I don't that's what they continue to do. It's like, this is why you don't want them to make a show. They just like drank a bunch of milk, I think, and Off vomited in a shark's vomit. mouth. Don't give them a TV show! Uh, I don't know, Oliver. I, Jackass was pretty successful. <laughs> Guys, why have I seen that That's what that I thought when scene. they were doing that. I'm like, oh, they're going to be the Jackass TV show yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be like a... Guys, yeah. I've, I've definitely seen that final scene. Why have I the, seen that the vomiting scene? In... The vomiting in the shark scene. Where the fuck has that come uh, into my life? Because young Chris probably had I, a lot of interesting I stuff. I don't know. I would actually... Do you know who I really love to talk to? The people who did the special effects on this movie. <laughs> I really want to know oh, you, mean, you mean, for example, um, the extraordinarily obvious fake teeth uh, when they get their teeth knocked out? <laughs> or, that, well, okay, uh, perhaps let's, more let's, notable, let's, uh, Steve Zahn's CG dick. CG dick. <laughs> that was one of the times that I yelled at the TV screen. Was it a CG dick? I thought oh. it was like a... So a turkey made prosthetic. Yeah. Yeah. No, really no, the way it stretches, still, I'm pretty sure it was... I'm pretty sure it was CG. A turkey bites his dick... There's an x-ray where you can just clearly see his dude. Like, what the fuck is this? No, they're like jerking <laughs> off the turkey. This, this movie like... had a number of moments where it's like, oh, they're oh. not going to show that. Well, oh, the... they showed that. No, this is the thing. I was talking boobies about... in this I movie talk... too. I want to talk about this. Morgan, I was talking to Morgan about this already. So, I mean, we've watched this movie and we've also already watched the next movie that we're going to do, which is Don't Mess With The Zohan. And Morgan and I made a point of like, he watched the, the regular version. I watched the unrated one because I wanted to know what the difference is. But the unrated version of that had no effect on me because... This movie just completely numbed me to the idea of... Because this movie is like... 
it should be just like a silly PG-13 comedy, but no, it's full of stuff where you're like, oh, they're not going to show me his distended balls. Oh, that's his distended ball sack. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Pretty, oh, pretty just, crazy. And I just, one of the reasons I, times I lost my mom, just like, he, that hot nurse is rubbing that neck and he's oh, yeah. getting a boner. And everyone in the room fucking loves it. Why do they like the fact, why is this turning them on that she's jerking off all, a turkey neck? They are all, all like sexual, the gross monsters. Like there's also the other bit where the girl has to admit that she gave Jason Patrick sexual favors to help them out. And their response to that is to flirt with her. Yeah, because they're like, I've got a map. It's like, she's just admitted to the fact that she had to, like, give her body to some (laughs) fucking weirdo so that they can just get their map back. So that they won't die in the middle of the jungle. So they won't die. And they're just like, oh, oh, that means she puts out. Oh, fuck you guys. She's just like, I uh, tenuously had to almost... Almost un. Uh, was the word? Do I'm something fucked. Do. I don't know. She's like, I had to do something that I, a sexual favor that I did not want to do. Yeah, under duress. I, I, I under duress. I had to do this in order to, like, progress our story together, and so we can do what we need. We need to do. And their response is, "Can you do it to me too? Can you put my dick in yeah, your mouth, please? It's really unpleasant. Hey, it's really unpleasant. I'm going to say it now. This movie doesn't actually, pass the Bechtel test. Doesn't respect women. Why? <laughs> Why don't need to do that later? Why didn't they have that response to the turkey? The turkey puts out too. I don't know. Yeah, why didn't they all fuck that turkey? Yeah, why weren't they like, hey, turkey, you want to you wanna suck my dick? Well, give it a bit why of not? gobble gobble. Why not? This movie would probably equate women to animals. That seems about a fair <laughs> assessment of this movie. Well, yeah, that's it's- the other thing. Luke, Luke talked about it briefly before talking about women in this movie. Uh, 12 minutes into this movie, this movie's already had 10 boobs. That's almost a boober minute. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> Literally, I'll- I looked at it. 12 minutes and there's already been all five All of it did just say women. it, but... Just like a fucking chat with another fucking girl for once. Fuck. He's right. Uh, this movie did not pass the Bechdel test. And do you know what? I'm not even sure. Like, there were... Oh, fuck. I, it's, it's just there's almost no discussion. No, honestly, movie. the answer for this movie did pass the Bechdel test is to laugh in someone's face if they ask that yeah, question. This yeah. movie aggressively does not pass the Bechdel test or have anything that resembles the spirit of the Bechdel test in it. This um, is... A truly reprehensible I just, film. There was a cameo in the turkey scene. Uh, they let they let Adam out of the cage from Supernatural, and he was in that scene. It's the actor who plays the younger brother Adam in Supernatural. Right, he was oh. in that scene. That's just fun fact for all you Supernatural. No, I like fans I, out there. I like the idea that there's something that is just. Hey, I like that there's anything in this movie that elicits me going. Oh, speaking of cameos, <laughs> nothing else does. Speaking of cameos, towards the beginning of the film, uh, did you recognize the voice coming out of that helicopter? It was a very distinctive. Was it voice. Adam Sandler? It was Seth Rogen. Yes, oh, I did think oh, it was. It may have been uncredited. I didn't look it up at all. It was. I'm sure he has ripped his like, name away from the credits it, it, of this look, movie. <laughs> I didn't look it up at all, but just hearing it, I'm like, that was definitely Seth Rogen. Like, there's no way that wasn't. Seth It did Rogen. sound a lot like Seth Rogen. They've like pretty successfully buried this movie. Yeah, it was so hard to find. Oh, yes. they, yeah, definitely. They, I, I wouldn't be surprised if everybody in this movie doesn't want anyone to know it exists. Yeah, it's like it's unavailable on every major streaming service. Like, I had to actually go and buy this movie from somewhere. Yeah, you could get it. On, it's not. You could get it on DVD. It's it's, it's not, not an easy it, thing to. It wasn't to easy to find this movie. It was very difficult to Which, find this movie. It, for, for you listeners out there, don't bother watching it. Yeah. Nope. it's also no, not, actually, it's not find, worth the hassle. It's also not easy, easy to no. find any information. This on actually, this movie. no, this actually is up there with. Um, I couldn't get that. Like when I watched this movie, we've, talk, we, we, <laughs> we've talked before about how we I all like. percent. That's it. And, and then, my comp- Wait, then I got a virus. I couldn't get. It's really, he said it's really hard to find information. It's like I couldn't get the Rotten Tomatoes page to load. All I could see was two percent. Yep. I don't know what it was for, audience but, or critic. But it I was- saw that it's. I think critic. I saw that before I watched the movie and went, oh, I don't want to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Oliver was excited to watch this well, movie. I, I before. saw Steve Zahn and I was like, he's usually pretty all right. Like I don't know. What were but you saying? I was gonna say like we like um had this get made a lot. Yeah. In the podcast. Yeah. And I really want them to do this movie because it is one of those movies that really just begs the question like, like how did this get made? Is this? I want someone to research this stuff. Like it's just this is important somewhere like in the catalog of bad filmmaking. Like this is pretty prominent. I, I knew nothing about this movie going in but i did for some reason in my head i associate it with another movie that i have seen before without a paddle ah uh, which yeah. is like with um, i enjoyed that more. yeah i so did i think it's like dax shepherd and other people yeah no, i remember uh, it had Seth Green i had this well. i think i had this idea in my head where it's like they seemed like similar movies um yeah. they're not uh without a paddle is not a great movie but it's certainly better than this um 
I don't know. For some reason, I just had that association. Without a Paddle is completely like a, just a harmless movie. It is yeah. fine. Without a Paddle is basically is not... like deliverance for a family audience. This movie is so crazy. I wonder if I'd even seen it as a kid. Probably still not family. Would. Get, like they, teenage audience. They, they get high on nitrous and just have a rave in their butt. Oh, that was very... It's like, does anyone else feel weird? That, wait, wait, what just happened? Like, all of a sudden, it's just like, what? They're Why? like, hey, we can sell this nitrous to pay the guy for the map. And then they have a rave instead. And then they get there and be like, you already sold the map, even though we also, don't have the money. And are you going to give us the map for free anyway because you took a picture of it? It was like... We ha- no, we we ha- we have to pull all of this apart. There's uh, everything you just said. Um, it flew up like ten flags in my head about things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> did you have? Am I interrupting you? Because no, I no, like that I was interrupt- it. I was done. They, can- was- they did get a copy of the map in a way that didn't make any didn't sense. Didn't make any sense. That it was, was another, also really that was another time that I screamed at the TV screen. But the idea that they need a thousand dollars is like, a that's not very much money. Yes. All of you guys together should have a thousand dollars. Of course, just you don't. sell some stuff. Um, but then also, why why isn't that guy asking for more from the other guy who's part of successful? Like he could ask for way more money for that map. You mean like you mean uh, Harry Hamlin who fucked his wife? Yeah, but that then was but then also that guy, they very fleetingly mentioned that he or he had says that he's like a he's like a paranoid depressive, like he's a paranoid depressive person. Like, uh, a why is that any part of this? Mm. I guess so that he could have a camera, but also like he feels like a character that should have been played like the crazy guy in the wheelchair from Dodgeball at least, <laughs> but he doesn't. Like he's just a normal guy that has all this stuff going on. That's like I don't understand why any of this is happening. Did it yeah. ever explain why he needed the money? Yeah, that's what he needed the money for, for medication. Oh, I thought he was oh. in, like, dead. Or, I just but but that was, dead. like, okay. he, that's one line. I'm not surprised you didn't notice that. I had to go back and I was like, wait, why does he say that? Why is this in this movie? Why does this even matter? I think it's literally just because they think that they needed to have that so they could then have the camera, which also doesn't make any sense because then the camera is like, oh, we got a perfect printed copy of this camera yeah. from a grainy, shitty camera also, footage of it. When it's it like, was first, what? That's like when it was twenty p. Okay, when it was first printed, I I saw it and went, well, oh, the ends backwards. That's dumb. Turns out it was a thing. Also, didn't have that much of an effect because apparently that map was a very no, small area. But yeah. even that throws it's like, up, oh, it's just throws up some confusing stuff. That should have been like, oh, we're on the wrong side, side of, of this, this country. country. But. Oh, this movie is making me so mad. Uh, when they look at the map and then when they realize that it's a mirror image, the way they correct themselves is to not, you know, it's not a way that would fix it being a mirror image. They would have to flip it. Yes. They just turn it. Yep. That's still wrong. But it's not even that. It's They they, they find out that it's wrong. They've been following it for days. Yeah, exactly. When, or, and, and they've been following it perfectly fine for days. And then they realize, oh, it's backwards. There should be a cave right here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Ten steps that way because we've been following it completely backwards for a fucking week. What is this movie? <laughs> Guys, the way that I thought that this movie would like climb, uh, build up to the climax was they they find it and it's like it's just a guy in a costume or it's not really Bigfoot. Yeah. What actually happens is it is Bigfoot and they immediately load about 200 well, bullets he does this. Him. He's doing this whole peaceful speech Big, and then they just- Bigfoot just walks out and goes, huh? And they immediately unload. And I was like, at first, I was like, "Where the fuck did they get all those guns?" I did like. Well, they this. picked up I two did like from there. Yeah, I, I know they got more. some from. I realized oh, they got some from the other wild, like, the other thing. Came. It's a that, lot of guns. That scene though. was interesting because it actually got a bit tense. Like it was a bit of tension because, like, all you get, like, he was talking in the cave in the background. I'm like, is the monster just gonna come out and like destroy them the, or something? And it's like, there was no so payoff to that. I was just watching the screen in the background. I'm like, oh, is he just gonna it sneak just out? Harmless Bigfoot just came. In. And also, it's okay, just adding the laundry list of terrible things they did. And no, they but spent this made like me ten minutes sitting around the fire trying to justify. No, but that made me Bigfoot. That made me so angry as well because it's like, <laughs> you motherfuckers are literally a wildlife documentary program. You theoretically spend a significant amount of time around wild animals, and you have to be still, and you can't react to them. Bigfoot takes one step out, is not remotely aggressive, and you spend a good 30 seconds filling him nah, with bullets. He, he growled what at them. the actual fuck? So even for, like, that's not even, like, as in, if I know it's meant to be like a joke, it's just not. It's just fucking stupid. It's no, insane. I like this no, scene. <laughs> no, it was crazy, and that's why it's so fucked up that they, and, like, I don't want, I don't wish these people goodwill. I don't wish them success. I don't want anything good to happen for them. I ha- So I hated the way they ended this movie. I ended. wish I wish that shark just ate all of them instead yeah. of biting off Peter Dante's They're arm. Terrible. Because, when they but also, the other problem that I have is when they shot Bigfoot, there was no bullet holes on Bigfoot, but then there was later on. He was, like, Bigfoot was just going, and I'm doing, like, a, uh, 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 like, he was being peppered with bullets. And there was no bullets. Yeah. Holes or they, squibs or anything. And then it's like Jonah Hill has an idea. They fake his suicide <laughs> and he's got bullet holes. Wait, did that happen? Suicide. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. You didn't notice that? 
fucking. That, was, that's was, how they justified. Like, like, after they killed Bigfoot, Bigfoot, I checked out even no, more. They're like, oh, what do like, we? How do we fix this? And John Hill's like, I've got an idea. And then it cuts to them going back to the TV studio. It's like, oh, was this when they're showing the video? Yeah, I. I realized I wasn't paying any attention to that. And so when he's like, no, that's terrible. I'm like, wait, what did they just pitch? And I went, oh, I could rewind it. No. They they pitched. Yeah. It showed. It's like, we got there too late. Bigfoot had hung himself. And it was Bigfoot. They strung him from, you know, the rafters of a cave. The rafters of a cave. Some of them stalactites. And then, and then they oh. pulled him down and started. They tried to resuscitate him. It was a really good hey. scene. Hey guys. Yeah, and, and no, but Jeff Garland has the perfect response that is just like, because he's just the viewer. He's just like, like I can't remember what he is, but he's just like, what, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is yeah. going? Like, <laughs> the why? Fuck are you but doing? I, before we go past the Bigfoot stuff, I wanted to say because the way that you said it, it's worth noting in this movie that yeah, and it's a movie about them trying to find Bigfoot. At no point is the question ever broached about whether or not Bigfoot is real from the oh, get go. Is like Bigfoot 100%. is real, and the only and everybody knows that he's real, and everyone's already accepted oh, yeah. that. Someone's just got to find the map that shows you well, where he is. Oliver, Bigfoot, Bigfoot <laughs> is real because. Bigfoot was designed by the French to fucking kill the American people. Who says that? Jonah Hill. God, I hated him in this movie. <laughs> um, he was designed by but, the French to fucking but kill. But after these... We don't, know, need to, we don't need to guys, revisit any why, of his dialogue. Why? Oh, fuck. Actually, no, there is one piece of dialogue that I would like to revisit, which is the only time I laughed during this movie, when Jonah Hill bends over and he's wearing a thong. <laughs> that and he wasn't goes, what I Are you wearing a thong? He goes, she fucking said to me. He goes, you're wearing a thong? He goes... Yeah, I'm wearing a thong. <laughs> the way he delivered that line actually made me laugh. Well, because there's, there's occasional, there's actually quite a few that jokes was very early on. Jonah Hill. Like, there's some jokes early on that I think they ditch. I think they, they're joking it to begin with that he's maybe like gay but doesn't want to admit it, but then they kind of throw that away. Well, there's like, there's that, a couple well, of off cut, like just discarded there's lines. There's a bunch of bit where he's like talking about coming out of the closet and stuff. Mm. Yeah, and then they just gave up. That's not the part where I do you want to know all of that. Do you know the one time where I laughed that I actually thought was really funny? Where? Is when he just keeps laughing at the, the, the fish's teeth over and over again. <laughs> See, I. Because they kept doing it long enough. No. I was like, no, this is yeah, funny. Yeah, actually, I agree. The laughing goblin shark sequence where he was like, he was doing, I think he was doing, was he laughing? Oh, I couldn't oh, tell, was he laughing? Oh, at, oh, that's the best no, I think he was, I think he was pretending. That was the, the goblin yeah, shark yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. yeah, it was like this is going on too long, and then it went back around again. Yeah. It's like okay, this is actually that really was funny. Great. It was yeah. a great laugh, humor, like, like a goofy. No, I see. I, I actually, love. I like prolonged. it more. Yeah. If it, I like it more if it's not him doing the goblin shark. It's just like because it's that goofy, insane laugh where it's like he just couldn't help but he's like, oh, he just like had to loop it until he no, could stop. I think I think he was. It was a hundred percent of the goblin shark. Well, that's that's honestly what that shark would sound like. Either laughing. That was pretty good. I liked that bit. Um, hey guys, yes. Would you punch a man who is missing half his body in the face? <laughs> Wait. Oh right. Yes. <laughs> Whatever beef I had with him. No, I, I think I think he's probably copped enough. Um, oh, guys. Also, you um, are on LA Law with Cor- Corbin Burnson. You um, didn't deserve that. Just also, there's one thing. And briefly, when Robert Patrick is in this movie. Um, something that we can have a little a little thing we can talk about amongst ourselves. They start telling some scar stories, um, most of which are very unimpressive. Do you guys have any cool scar stories? Chris, I'm looking at you. I have got a lot of scars. Do you have any ones any that are the result of a cool story? about skateboarding skateboarding's cool i'm like what some people think emmett no it was sick. it was that skateboarding was co- it's not as cool as it used to be Nah, it's coming back man <laughs> okay we'll see i mean i resent the fact that it's coming back because all the kids at the skate park now yeah. just look like homeless people wouldn't you <laughs> wouldn't you prefer that it's not cool so you can do it in peace yeah i don't care like i i like when stuff's not cool that i like because that way no one else like bothers me when i want to do it you know I, I hate I hate when I'm doing something that that like I, I love to do and then it becomes cool and then people think you're people and then think you're like oh cool. you're just doing it because yeah. it's cool. It's like no specifically specifically at the moment cool. Adam Sandler podcasts they're coming back in and it's it's crapping out everyone, style, wait what Everyone's yeah no but nobody Adam else Sandler should podcast. make one because this one's definitive <laughs> wait are other people doing Adam Sandler podcasts <laughs> no, okay oh, you'd be concerned for a second there. <laughs> There was one I didn't realize it was a bit. No, Luke, you shouldn't be concerned. We've chosen a very niche idea, and there's not that much interest. Um, I think I'm trying to think. Okay, scar stories. I have three. One, I've got a scar on my foot because a huge concrete slab fell on it because I was a dumb kid playing with a big concrete slab and it fell on my fucking foot. I did that. Now, now my, one of my big toes fall, like folds under the rest of my oh, toes. Oh boy. 
I had to get stitches in it. And my key memory there is at the doctor's where they had to stick an injection into the gaping wound in my foot. And I was like eight years old and I fucking hated that. Uh, I have a scar on my leg because I've got two big bolts in my leg because I, uh, <laughs> according to Emmett, I got hit by a car. Oh, what actually yeah, happened? What actually happened is I fell over rollerblading and my leg and hip just disconnected. Emmett, Emmett is being silly by thinking that Luke being hit by a car is funnier. No, I want you to. No, picture, the fact that I did I the want, splits rollerblading and my leg and I hip separated to, uh, is want, a much funnier story. Emmett, you're listening to this. You think that's he's funny? Maybe, he's probably not. He's maybe listening to this. I want you to picture fat 15-year-old Luke falling over in rollerblades. 13-year-old Luke. That's way funnier. Fat (laughs) A fat 13-year-old kid uh, doing the splits on rollerblades so hard that his leg and hip separate. That is right in the vein of the humor of this movie. Rollerblades definitely aren't cool anymore. I don't rollerblade. Anytime people go to like roller rinks, they're like, oh, come along. I'll go and I'll just sit there. Like, why don't you rollerblade? I'm like... I learned my lesson. <laughs> I've seen fun, some man. shit. No, he sits on the side that. and goes, oh, fuck that. You're taking your life the, into your own hands. The, the, the third scar is I have a, a small scar on my hand because I was washing the dishes and there was a chip out of a cup and it dug a hole out of my out of part of my hand. It was quite painful. It eventually healed on its own. But the main thing I took away from that is it was a good excuse for me for like three months to be like, I am washing the fucking dishes. I have a scar on That's my That's a boring hand. story. You don't need to tell that scar story. <laughs> I've got scars and all over well. my shins. I think it was a better story, scar story than most of the scar stories in this movie. Yes, yeah, I think the Lion King is a good scar story. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. I and, actually uh, have a pre- Ford stopped me recently when I was wearing shorts, and he said, "Hey, Chris, you've got heroin legs." Mm. Hey, Oliver, <laughs> I feel like really you have. Speaking of Ford, <laughs> speaking oh, of yeah, Ford, no, I feel like Oliver, you have a scar I've got a story Ford related scar to Ford. Story Ford, who may be on this podcast at some point. Uh, maybe listens to it. I don't know. Yeah. It's our friend. Yeah, I punched him in the face one time. So it wasn't very Oliver, but it was a thing that I did. Um, and I've probably also got a scar, I imagine, when I get these wires yeah. out of my hand for also punching a wall. But what, a lot of ill-advised punching but what has happened in my life. what does make the Ford thing a much more Oliver story is after that you spent two hours in the bathroom crying yeah. about the fact. Because you were pretty drunk. And I was like, drunk you as shit you felt on real vodka bad about and it. I was like 14 years old. And you felt real bad about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes it a more Oliver story. Way more Oliver. Uh, the other scar out. that I have. Oh yeah, he knocked Ford's tooth out. That's, uh, yeah, which is <laughs> I you know shipped part of it, and then my well, mom and then my mom had to pay for it. There's nothing cool about this story, no, it's guys. It's not cool. It's not. It's nothing cool. cool about it. I should pay it back for that. Um, <laughs> do you no, really want that in recorded medium? Because now you got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't listen. She doesn't, uh, listen. She, doesn't, other, she doesn't know how to listen to another podcasts. actually That's true. interesting. She doesn't know how to fucking save a file to her. Oh computer. god, we don't need to talk about my mum. No, we don't. I've had an arduous experience this week. But the other interesting scar story that I do have is. Right here on my cheek. Oh, yeah. I have a dimple that you can barely see through my beard anymore. Because when I was a baby learning to walk, I fell on a spike and so went through my cheek. Oh, fuck. That's a genuinely very interesting had, story. He had just learned to walk. We were up in Beechworth. So he was holding onto like this thing and running around in circles. It had little, I don't like, remember any of it this. It had a little bolt, like little bolt thing sticking out of it. He fell and it just pierced his cheek. Oh, like I remember bolt, because like a blunt you object. would have been maybe one or two at most. So I would have been at five or six. I remember it. I got the cute little dimple. You can barely see it now, though. So, yeah, that's some scar. Morgan, you got any scar stories? Yeah, I just got my hand that I cut with a Stanley Oh, knife. yeah, you do have a big old scar on your hand. The, and it's really wide because one of the stitches came out. I can turn it into a face or a ninja when I'm drawing on it. Dude, you can cover yeah. your hand up. You, you can cover your hand up with it and go, oh, oh, oh. Nah. <laughs> I know what that is, and I still haven't seen that movie. It's, right. it's been parodied <laughs> before. Yeah, that's... For, for, those, for those of you listening, right. he did it, and... It kind of worked. <laughs> the angle isn't right. We're doing the Suicide Squad Joker thing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, do we want to explain for those no, who haven't? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't really care. Hey, guys, remember when they were really mean to the fat guy because he was an alcoholic? Remember when they, they were just consistently really mean yeah. to, to, to... Remember when I'm he staged his own... Because that's like... Remember when he staged his own intervention? <laughs> while he was drinking a beer? <laughs> I haven't drink- had a beer since Well, that's also the, my last that's the beer. start of something that I think happened several times is they sack tap him, and I'm pretty sure it makes a noise like someone punctured yeah, a no, Oh, no, he's, he's, he's got, got a shocker. He's got one of those hand shockers. Oh, and he I kept like, thinking he's like, oh, because he's an alcoholic that drinks beer. Clearly, if you punch his balls, it'll sound like a can of beer opening. Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like. And this movie is that bad. Your logic that, leaps are always delightful. But that is the thing, though. This movie is that crazy that that logic leap was leap was perfectly normal. In well, this that's movie. the thing. This movie never like. There's a couple of moments where you see that stuff, but if you miss it, it's like, what is happening? Hey guys, like, there's no further explanation. Guys, real talk here. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Nope. And I've already done my two segments. I let's, do. Let's do, do Chris's wanna, segment. Do I got one more thing I've got to say. Because i got some stuff I want to talk about that's not this movie. When they cross the border into into Mexico, 
What the fuck happens to to the oh, RV? And That's never it, explained. And what, oh, what happens in the I, I, the think, I think they dismantle it to check if there's any drugs being yeah, stored in there. Really suspicious. And, but, so wait, Peter Dante Aldo just gets out and walks across oh, the board. Yes. No, sorry, it was it was uh, Alan Covert. Alan Covert, yeah. Alan, very, Covert uh, Alan Covert gets out, walks across the border. Right? Smash cut. They they're in border border control. They're. RV well, no, is no, literally in he pieces. His... He comes out of a room and they're like, "What went on in there?" He's no, like, "I don't want to fucking talk about it." Yeah, no, and it's he never did his explained. Mexican accent first. That's oh, what. his Mexican accent is atrocious. But he comes up a bunch he, of times. He never talks about yeah what happened. It's like because it's like okay, did he just get like cavity searched or did he have to like fucking blow the guy? Like what happened? Yeah, yeah. It's but it, even it's just the mystery, way like... the way that it tells the joke doesn't. Oh, it doesn't actually. He, he just he says he doesn't say it in a joking way. Like oh oh, you don't want to know what happened. Like he just goes oh you don't want to. There is there is one other thing. Um. I just want to ask. So after Jeff Garland uh, rightfully calls them fucking idiots, which, says, what, why I, do they start fighting? I don't know. Cause like they idiots. just all of a sudden they all because get they've so, been they've been all cooped up together. No, but they they're all, it, they're all every single one of them. It's not like it's a build up. They all of a sudden can are just you, like can, fucking aggressive. They start a brawl for no goddamn reason. I don't know. Cause can you say Justin Long is fighting, or can you say that he's dancing? I don't give a he's shit. Like, he's skanking, oh, you wanna, man. You wanna you wanna go? Back? But I think wanna... while we're talking about that, is this the last thing I have to say chair. about this movie? And I've exhausted everything. Yep. I'm pretty sure the, I found this in, like inscrutable. There's a bit where they, the bit right after George Gar- uh, Jeff Garland is like, "This is bad." Yes. Or it's like it's the worst thing I've ever seen or something. I'm pretty sure Jonah Hill goes like, "Well, obviously he hasn't seen R. Kelly's trapped in the closet." It's like, what the fuck is he this movie? That, sure. he da- yeah, he says something. What a weird reference. Um, I just want to talk about because one last thing. Trapped in the closet is fucking awesome. But also, just like th- this is why I believe this entire movie was definitely improvised, but not in a good way. So I just want to. So I discount that entire last scene as the end of the movie because it's a blooper. Mm. So that in turn means that the last shot of this movie is Peter Dante giving the finger to a shark I and then it getting bitten off. off. You know, no, no. It's that, not just that. Oh, sorry, guys, sorry, guys. I just, I just yeah, yawned, that, but I can't no, help it. This movie. That actually is a perfect example. Like, if you want to really know the tone of this movie, the, effectively the last scene is literally yeah. three guys vomiting in a shark's mouth, and then Peter Dante goes, fuck you, motherfucker, and gives it the finger. And, and then it gets a bit and, and you can tell because he's holding it out there and it looks a bit weird. It's like, oh, he's going to have the shark. And the shark looks fucking weird as well. Yeah, because... Why CGI it? I'm sure you could have just spliced together some old footage that you've got. Because that somewhere. would be harder to do because CGI is cheap and easy. Yeah, and it looks cheap. It is and if easy. it looks bad, yeah. Yeah. Especially like shitty CGI is real cheap. Um Yeah, okay, Chris, we, do you want to Chris, move on to let Chris, give us something interesting about this movie. Just Good anything. luck. I actually I can see the page for trivia. Oh boy. Chewie's trivia corner. Hey guys, it's Choose Trivia Corner. This oh boy, this movie. <laughs> please read, please read both pieces of trivia on this oh, no. page. My, my my regular source, my regular source for trivia had only four pieces of trivia, so I had to outsource and, you- and find other pieces, and I only found two more. So you've got six or the other four? One of them isn't really trivia. It's, I mean, I guess it's a fact, but I wouldn't call it trivia. Is it an alternative? This movie fact? cost twenty million dollars to make. And it made six point nine million. Good. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, yep. Strange Wilderness. That was one of the. That was one of the pieces of trivia, by the way. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Strange. Wilderness. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> yeah, okay, no, someone um, who it's a fucking Strange Wilderness. Someone who contributed to that profit. Well, not profit. <laughs> hey, Adam. I hope you learned your lesson. Subverted by Justin Long, who said that uh, that when he watched this film with a clear mind, he realized that the plot doesn't really make any sort of sense. <laughs> However, yeah. he so, he, so he was genuinely stoned during this movie because he said he yeah. watched it with. Wait, a who clear... said that? Journey Hill. He's, no, Justin, uh, Justin Long. Long. He's Justin like Long. when he watched it with a clear mind, implying that he was never sober on this movie at all. However, he also said that in addition to having fun making the film, he finds it very enjoyable when he's stoned. <laughs> that's mm. that's that's that trivia. interesting. That's the only. I'm person... still not watching this movie, even that's if I'm stoned. That's the only movie person. I'm not rewatching. Like, is this. that what they like? We're going to make a movie that Justin Long can watch when he's high. <laughs> Because it's not like, for anybody else. This was their movie of going, hey, Adam does it. Do you just want to hang out with friends and make a movie? And it was less How successful. How much of that $20 million do you think went on weed? Oh, so much. A like significant part. 19. Like, like a bit. But this like definitely like really hit the nail on the coffin that like Alan Covert does not get to helm projects. No. I mean, like, he, didn't, he didn't helm it. He was just high. in this. Well, Dude, like, I, I liked Grandma's he Boy. He seemed to have more... Especially compared to this. I, I liked it better Luke. on second watch. Oh, I like Grandma... After watching this movie, I like Grandma's Boy definitely a lot more. Yeah. 
Fuck both of these movies. All right, during the clip of the zebra being eaten by vultures. Oh, that was brutal. That bit oh, was. Yeah. Really there was some up. really. There was a fair bit of brutal stock footage that I was like, "Oh, I don't care for this." The zebra quote responds to the birds with, "Oh my god, oh my god," is actually a clip taken from the movie Super Troopers. It's Paul Stoter when his character is flashing Marissa Kuglin outside the police station while on the phone to it with her. Why? That's weird. I don't. I, I don't know, man. I'm just going through literally cheaper. every piece. He didn't make the trivia. Yeah, he just tells. He it. just reads. There isn't much yet, and I'm going through every one of them. A lot of them aren't interesting. Do we have to if go they're not through them if they're not, interesting. if they're not interesting? No, don't bother. Everything else about this movie is way more interesting. Strange Wilderness began its life in the 1990s as a series of independently produced short videos this by former SNL writer okay. f- writers Fred Wolf and Peter Gork. Okay, they started yeah. out as little parodies of wildlife shows. Explains writer and producer Gork. Fred and I uh, went out and shot them with the help of John Barud, who actually has a real-life wildlife show. His father, Bill, used to host Animal World and other travel and nature shows back in the 60s. So, so John helped us produce these little shorts, and we eventually uh, got on to Comedy, Comedy Central. So, I think that the, the dad they mentioned, that uh, that other one, that might have been what the footage was and from. And also, the director and the writer of that show is the, the director and writer of this movie. Uh, right? Hey, guys, yeah. maybe you should have stuck to the shorts. Yeah. Yeah, man. Pants yeah, we, for, so, so pants that, for busters. Shut up, Morgan. So they were parody. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is. This room is divided. We've got two pairs of shorts, two pairs of pants. I mean, you're basically wearing underwear. I'm wearing my pajamas still. I'm and wearing my bed camo then... denim yes, shorts. Yes, he is wearing his. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, he is. Some of the clips used when the TV executive proves that Strange Wilderness is too inappropriate are clips from fa- the Faces of Death series. Example, the man on fire with Jesus music, man being attacked by alligator, and the pygmy footage. So that was genuine footage of people dying. Mm. Fuck you, Strange Wilderness. I didn't want to see that. With the original shorts, so it's the same thing. So it was like making like parody like... I think the original shorts were the start, like similar to the start videos, but yeah, yeah. Funnier, so, so, I guess. so it's like, yeah, like riffing on top of them, but it was actually good. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, I just lost my train of thought. I just, I'm I so imagine that would have been like a wildlife version of like, um, uh, what's it called? The, the thing where the people riff over the movies, you know, the mystery, mystery science theater. There it is. Okay, I mean, I'm sure it's something that's been done way better than it is in this movie. Like, it's a good no idea, doubt. no doubt. Yeah, um, like it could be done well. It could be. Hey, Christopher, you got some reviews? Oh, you bet I do, sort of. Um, I ended up going to uh, a Reddit thread about this movie, and no one no one was interested in this movie, and uh, I just want to read Wait, one there's comment. there's a Reddit thread devoted Wait, to so it? Wait, so you couldn't see... So Luke, because you had trouble looking at Rotten Tomatoes, could you not load... No, Morgan, I found Rotten Tomatoes. Um, IMDb's got oh, I, I, got, I got some actual reviews. I just wanted to read this one piece from yeah. Reddit. Is it a good movie? Probably not. Does it have one of the funniest scenes I have ever seen? You bet your ass it does. Okay, which the one? The Bigfoot suicide footage was hilarious to high school me. Does it hold up? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't. I'm going to say no. You. I'm going to well, say Luke, it definitely Luke didn't doesn't. see it, so he can't He can't. I was speculate. not paying attention at that point, apparently. That's, what a weird standout <laughs> to take away from this movie. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to read an actual review from the uh, website that I get my reviews from. <clears throat> Titled... There have been some great examples of stoner humor movies mm-hmm. by James R. Hager. This movie was written for 12-year-olds, but not just any 12-year-olds, only 12-year-olds who have had a couple bowls. <laughs> there have been some great examples of stoner humor movies. Super Troopers, Pineapple Express, Friday, Knocked Up, etc. This is not one of them. That's fair. Yeah. It's got some really funny and successful actors in it, but the writing is just not funny. Yep. It's an hour and 24 minutes of your life that you'll never get back. I'm not sure there's writing, to be honest, but yep. You'd be more entertained by spending that time clipping your fingernails or cleaning your bathroom. Or maybe even your hairy, filthy next-door neighbor's bathroom. Just say no. One star. Yep. That summed up everything I felt to me. Pretty concise. (laughs) Yep. Except no, if you do want to watch a crazy movie, you should watch this movie. That's all I got no, for I, uh, I, I, I really, I really, you should watch a crazy movie. You should watch B movie. I really kind of begrudge. <laughs> yeah. You do, should just go watch B movie sort of again. Begrudgingly, I do sort of begrudging, and it's it's and it's it's partly just because I want to wish this hurt onto other people. <laughs> Guys, I have a question. <laughs> okay, Dude, that's you, fucked up. What is my first oh. note in reference to? My first note is goats are the poor man's cow. Uh, I think oh, it's that's one of the that's one of his voiceovers. 
Oh, the voiceover <laughs> is it's the most juvenile jokes like ever. <laughs> like, it's it's not even this? one of it's not even one of his bizarre voiceovers. That's an example of the old golden age strange wilderness. The old man's like the goats are often referred to as the, the poor man's cow because oh, they yield they more. Pro- yeah, that actually makes sense. Milk than any other. That makes more sense than anything they say. Hey, it's a nice segue, goats, hey guys. into the next episode. Well, I, I was going to... I actually wrote I'm in the next episode, I'm pretty sure, that, that a bit where I'm like, goats are the poor man's cow. Hey, guys. <laughs> guys, uh, there's a couple of things I'd like to talk about that aren't related to this movie, but it's sort of uh, some recurring... Well, a recurring thread, and then something else sort of off the back of that. So, first of all, uh, give a brief update. Oh, despicable. Look. Still haven't watched Minions, uh, <laughs> but... But... I you just lo- you have a location for the minions party well, I now. Well, j- I just moved ha- moved house. Uh, I took one Blu-ray slash DVD with me when I moved because I left most of my stuff at Dad's because I don't want to take that much stuff with me. So the only thing I took with me was my Blu-ray copy of Minions. So I am still holding on to the dream. Uh, it's going to happen, and I am preparing myself. Have you for sorted that. out snacks? No, not yet. <laughs> Gotta get some- have you sorted out your costume, your giant minion costume? Bananas. I've made it very clear that I already had that. I've had that. Yeah, but I've had like, that. Did that since, come with? I've the had Blu-ray. that since the opening weekend of Despicable Me One. Banana <laughs> chips. Uh, speaking of moving house, though, there's one other thing I'd like to talk about, Morgan. If you want to put in some music for this, we got to think of a name for it. Well, uh, it's Luke's Loot Cave. Well, uh, it's uh, the the long title is stuff I found while cleaning my room to move. Uh, oh, um. Okay, uh, Steam Clean. It's, it's, it's not going to come up ever again, most likely, so it's probably not Luke, worth spending Luke's that much lost time loot. on this. Luke's but... long-lost loot. All right, That's feel good. free to chuck in a theme here. All right, so <clears throat> there are four items that I've chosen to talk about today. Actually, no, five. Ooh, show and tell. The first of which... I mean, it, it's a podcast, so it's just... Tell. Yes, it's tell. <laughs> uh, the first of which is a, a CD that I found, which I have never owned. I think it's Oliver's. Don't know why it was in my room. Oliver, would you like to tell the audience what this is? Oh, that's Good Charlotte. I used to oh, love dude, Good Charlotte. Dude, that's Life's in the it's, Rich uh, and Famous, the, right? The Chronicles of oh, Life no. and Death by Good yeah. Charlotte. Now, oh, if memory fuck. serves, this is the death version, which is, of Ew. course, the much, ed- much edgier version that teenage Oliver would have wanted to purchase. Look, the, Fuck that the, life version. The life version was better. It's obviously, it's come up a couple of times in this podcast. I will not shy away from the dirtbag teenager that I was. Oh, believe me. You were talking about dirtbag teenage stuff. I got some real stuff coming up from what I, that I found that's going to make me sound a lot worse than the fact that you own a good Charlotte CD. I also want to point here, out... I want to point out that it's got a cracked case. It does. Because it, uh, that got... That saw a lot of use in its time. <laughs> that got around. Oh, oh, do you want that? Well, yes. I'm, I'm oh. here to... F- yeah, hang on. <laughs> You're going to finish that city? The city has been passed Guys, back. Did you it, want it, Morgan? I'm holding this with bit. pride. This is a proud reminder of where I was and how far I've come in life. Should we, leave, <laughs> should we make it part of the set? Should item, we sign it? <laughs> give it to someone. Item number two. I don't know what the context of... The, it's, it's, it's a note. It's a note on Sugar Australia letterhead. I feel like I want to read this out. Uh, now, I... It looks like Oliver would have been the one that did this because uh, it's quite like typography and shit like I don't think I would be able to what actually do this it's, 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 it's this a little detail enough to you from all of us? it looks very good it looks quite good but what it says that is that was Adrian what it's, oh okay that makes more sense because what it says is Oliver likes sodomy in the butt yep and <laughs> that's how Adrian. that's pure Adrian okay <laughs> he's on Facebook now you should, and you he should is, he's back him. he's back on Facebook and uh, Adrian you're definitely not listening to this but no, uh, that's good pure note. Adrian I remember him doing that good note can I have that Sure. Let's put it up in the room. Yeah. Yeah, all right. If we ever have any kind of set decoration, a video element to this, we've got a couple of things. Something else to put up in the room. It is a certificate of achievement. It is a certificate of achievement. This certifies that Oliver G. Palmer... Hang on, I will read it. This is a lot of Oliver (laughs) stuff. I've got two things for me that are worse. Uh, This certifies that Oliver G. Palmer, for outstanding achievement in achieving stuff... Awarded on 18th of September 2009 at Benoni, which is what Dad calls his house. Uh, signatures <laughs> signed by John S. Palmer and Bradley Chuckouty. Now, I uh, uh, please. You've please. opened a real can of worms with that last part. <laughs> yes. Do we have time to talk about? We that? absolutely yeah. do. So uh, I was like, we're going to come back to what your dad names his house. Now, right? oh, uh, okay, yes, I will. Expl- <laughs> I will. Ex- no, I'll explain just it. Pause okay, over that. I'll explain. There's several things that need to be explained here. First of all. 
The certificate itself, I think, for whatever reason, Dad got some certificates and decided to do this. That's a very John Palmer thing to do. They're all written in different coloured... Like, it's quite... You know, he should have used those for positive reinforcement instead of just handing them out willy-nilly. Hey, I didn't get one. If there's anything that John Palmer is not, wasteful, he is not. Also, 2009, Oliver didn't live with Dad at that time, so this this is, you know, fucking eight years ago almost, so I don't know what that was about. Uh... Benoni, okay, the story is not that crazy. It's uh, it's a place in South Africa where his mother was born. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's, I just know that there's the nameplate on the garage. Yeah, no, because it's it's yeah, that's not that crazy. It's just that's not that interesting. Bradley Chuckouty, which I thought was always thought, yeah, but look, this that's is a fake person. You're dead. Okay, oh so you've seen him for sure. He's gone just, now. None of it. Would People have who have been to my to to my father's house may have seen a strange Yoda-looking creature. Uh, made of foam. Imagine if a someone- full-size person made a phone with like a Yoda head uh, that Dad what? had in his house for a long period of time that he found on the hard rubbish. No, I, oh, it's, just to get a good visual, I want you to imagine Yoda mixed with the m- monster from Mac and Me. Yes, and then made like made the dimensions, the, the, like a full size of a person, the dimensions of a person, and then dressed by a madman in a Hawaiian shirt, wearing d- just Dad's <laughs> old clothes, like, and also the Hawaiian shirt that John Palmer doesn't think is good enough for him to wear anymore, and he has old T-shirts that are like. Just a staff T-shirt from a bookstore that he's never worked. He unintentionally, frequently, <laughs> unintentionally cosplays as Belle's father from Beauty and the Beast, with who a, is a peasant with a ratty old. It's like literally a salmon sweater covered in holes and grease stains, and this is a shirt that he is considered not good enough to be part of his rotation. <laughs> Your dad is like. What OG hipsters aspire to be? <laughs> well, yeah, well, this podcast, but does, he doesn't even know it. There's not enough data. There's not enough would, gigabytes in the world we, to cover all the stuff hipsters. that we have. We could genuinely. Nah, Dad doesn't hate anyone. Oh, except he's a bit racist. He's a little bit racist <laughs> and a bit homophobic. He's a yeah. We could genuinely spend an entire podcast on our father. Like we could have a podcast about. That's actually not a bad idea. There's a sta- we should just talk if, to if dad. Any, if any of us ever my did father, stand up, there is a stand up special in it for sure. Oliver, we should you and me just like talk to dad and record it. Like, see, we could get a lot of material out of that. But I think the problem with dad in terms no, because of having him involved said- in something is that he kind of steps. He steps on. It's way he's way funnier when you explain him. He kind of steps no, on it a little bit. I don't bit know, man. I don't like know because then there's, that, there's that video. He can't be contained. There's that video <laughs> like because when you had moved out, like before I had. Uh, we, I, like, he sent you a weird photo on Instagram and you're like, what the fuck? And so I filmed myself. I filmed that as I went in and said, hey, dad, why did you send that to Oliver? And he just, he's eating food and watching TV. He tells us, what? It, it said to send it on. And I said, you know, you don't have to do that, right? And he just thoughtfully chews his food a little more, turns back to me and goes, I chose to. Didn't he say it was funny as well? It was funny. I chose to. We could have a po- it, it would. Be- I used to have a little notebook where I would write down yes. things. Um, it just got too frequent. For so me and I didn't. Right, we're going to discuss this in a production meeting. Here's your certificate. This. Now I have two more things, um, which are related to me. The first of all <clears throat> is a Quicksilver wallet chain. Oh, can I have that? Oh, I remember boy. when those were now, Morgan, cool. It was never. No, here's the thing. I, uh, this is a Quicksilver wallet chain that I used in my wallet circa 2002, 2003. About two years after wallet chains were... Uh, wallet, wallet chains wallet were... Canes. Yeah, that's much cooler. <laughs> after wallet chains were theoretically cool. Um, I remember getting one and being like, yeah, now I'll be cool too, because other people had already used them and not cared about them anymore. Do you genuinely want this, Morgan? Yeah, can I have that? Listeners, it says a lot about Morgan's fashion sense that he wants this, but I'm going to give it to him. It's Sorry for the sound as I throw it to him. Guys, it's you know what's really that. well you know with what's real denim cool? shorts. Do you know what's real cool? Being overly concerned that you might lose your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you know what's real cool? Oh, boy. I remember when you got that. I've a got- dog tag. I've got one of those, but I'll take it. Luke, would I want you, you to- <laughs> Well, you can't, because would you like to know what it says? Oh, Luke, please. Luke Palmer. I, I remember you really proudly coming home. You got this at like- uh, 2002. In the Vic Market when yep. you're on year City Project, so City 2002. Project. Man, that's a, classic mo- that's a classic move. You go to the Vic Market and you get that's an engraved dog or, tag or yeah. Zippo lighter. That's as classic as buying Zoo Magazine every chance that you can. <laughs> uh, no, or, I, I got or, a uh, engraved pocket watch. Yeah, or as classic as- or as classic, classic as uh, something that previous guest on the show, Tim, did when we were on City Project in Year 9, which was first day of City Project, uh, being uh, you know unsupervised around the city, drank 
I think four Cokes, a coffee, and ate one of those new Viking Garana energy bars. I, Tim did not sleep that I night. I was going to bring up Viking as well, because that is that is right that period of time. Like, yep. That period of time, it's like, if you want to know what was fucking cool to a night dick kid in year nine, it was Viking, Viking energy, energy bars. Viking I, energy with bars, Garana. Other just energy drinks, Zoo Magazine. <laughs> My cool energy drink of And being a dickhead. Was and, called and jacking Sam- off. No, and yelling, yelling, hey, you know what's the height of humor to a, to a fucking year nine? Being really loud on public transport. We, oh, yeah. Do we still do... Like, do they still do City Project? Because it's an awful idea. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's like, not... It's, it's it's the worst In theory, it's a good idea. It a is city. a terrible... Like, it's truly disrespectful yeah, but to if the you, city of if, Melbourne to do that. To yeah, but, but if you wait for them to be any older, they've got genuine things they should be doing during those two weeks of school they've been, they're missing to do City Project. Yeah. Also, Year 9, they're harmless. The older they get, the more damage they could no, theoretically do. No, Year 9's... Like, they'd be loud, but know, as soon man. as they're intimidated, they back off. Like I don't know. They're pretty crazy, though. They're just a fucking ordeal. Anyway, would you like to hear what this dog tag says? Please. So, uh, the okay, there are five things on this dog tag. Probably, I don't know, probably not the same as military. It's name, age, sex, blood, and birth. I have had the answers engraved. I would like for you guys to guess. What do you think it says for name? It's a pretty obvious Luke. one. Lukey. Uh, Captain Hardbutt. It says Luke. I'm this just is... going to say that I know what all of these are. Yes, so, so Oliver maybe don't... But uh, it says... It says Luke. No, keep no in rank, mind, any rank You there? need to put yourself in the mindset of a 14-year-old boy. Morgan, this should not be hard for you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> That's why I added a rank. Age. Uh, not what you think. Old enough. Old, old enough. Uh, uh, 18. It's too long. Uh, 18. Young is what it says. <laughs> Young and free? Fuck, so no, far, too, so long, too long. Too long. It's got to be very short. What do you think it says in response to sex? Yes, yes. please. It says yes. It absolutely just says yes. <laughs> How Which about... I would like to say is not... not Some guy I, had to engrave this for no, him. No, Morgan. Yes, this is did. not edgy Luke thinking of that. That's what the display one says. That's the one that it shows you that you can get. <laughs> and that's what Luke got. Blood. I know. I've seen these things before. That's. It's just the one they're like. Isn't this what you want to get? Do you and think you're like, yeah. What do you okay. think it says it, for blood? It either says red. the actual type or it says something. It one hundred percent says red. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure all of that is just the one. The uh, one that it gives you is like, hey, this is what you could put. And and Luke was like, yeah. <laughs> and the final category, birth. What do you think it says? Male. Uh, no thanks. It vagina? says, I wish that this had never occurred and I pray for the sweet release of death. Thank you very much and good night. <laughs> no, it says AUS because I was born in Australia. Because I'm a fucking dude, creative. If, if you're Should not going to wear Earth. that from now on, I'm going to be very disappointed. I am absolutely never going to wear this. Can you wear it again. for the rest of the podcast? If, if, I'll wear it. Okay, I'll wear it. No, because I'll forget to take it off. No, I'm not, I'm not wearing <laughs> what, it. Who's going to see it? I'm going to meetings after this. Yeah, I'm not, you're just going to no, put I'm not, I'm not. I'm not wearing that. So and good. also, we're going to go get lunch shortly. I- That's all I have for that. Those are some things that I found more clean. There was probably other stuff, but that was probably the best stuff that I found. That was Luke's that was long lost loot. Yep. It was great. Alrighty. Um, oh, also, I finished watching Seinfeld. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so this is this has been an episode of the Adam Sandbox. Um, it's Valentine's Day this week. If you want to show your love, go over and give us a review on iTunes or perhaps please, please do. subscribe to us on Patreon and give us a couple of bucks. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, Valentine's Day would be It'll a be few days, days ago. It'll be two days ago. Yeah. But, but it yes. is the week of Valentine's Day, so show your love. Yes, Valentine's please. Day isn't just for significant others. It's for people who make a podcast that you podcast. like that you don't know. <laughs> And you know what? Yeah, maybe give it's some love. It's for us, specifically. Like, you can't directly give some love to Adam Sandler, but you can give it to us and we'll pass it right on. You could give us money. That'd be cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could send us a nice, uh, some nice flowers. I wouldn't actually mind Yeah, that. give us some money and I they can keep it safe in my sweet wallet okay. that will be chained to yeah. my pants. <laughs> They're going to send some flowers. Would you like to give out your address? No. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, fuck it. All right, next week we're doing uh, You Don't Mess With The Zohan, and by next week, I mean, we're going to record it in about an hour or so. Yeah. But you guys will hear it in about a week. So there'll probably be a lot of references to this episode. Yes, uh, but like, you know, just putting it out there now, I fucking wouldn't bother watching Strange Wilderness, but I probably would bother watching don't, You Don't Mess With The Zohan. So, yeah. Yeah, you've got a week. Go. I, I would agree. Watch yeah, it so see you guys later. See ya. Uh, bye-bye, boys. Oh, no, a shark bit my hand. <laughs> <laughs>